Yo, today's QOD is there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Leo Buscalia on the show today. And as always, he's going to share a few stories with you. He's going to talk about your negative programming. He's going to talk about being okay with being wrong and loving, really loving passionately. Here's Leo. When you think you know something, and especially when you're sure you do, nothing fresh comes in. You're just hearing the same old phonograph records playing again and again and again. When you can say, I don't know anything. I keep my doors and windows open because I want all that fresh air to come through. Then you'll hear the new magical music. But I see people listening to their records all the time, records that they've heard and heard and heard, and sometimes have learned as children and have never analyzed that that music is no longer appropriate. Smash the record against the wall. Start listening for something new. I I talk about records. I was, you know, I live in airports, and I was recently in an airport, and I saw a woman that they had brought in on a wheelchair, and uh, she must have been about 75 or 80 or something, and she was lovely. Oh, goodness, she was gorgeous. You know, her hair was perfect. Her her eyeballs were sparkling, and they put her off, and she said, oh, no. She said, I could get on the plane by myself. You just go now. And so she sat down there, and she was all alone, but she looked like that record was going. And so I passed by, and I said, hi. And she said, hello. And then we started to talk, and she told me that she was on her way to go see her son and her grandchildren, which she hadn't seen for years. And you could hear the record playing because she said, uh, uh, do you think that the plane will leave on time? And I said, oh, yes, I think so. They generally do. And she said, because, you know, my son is very impatient, and if I'm not there on time, he may leave. (laughs) I said, he's not going to leave. He loves you. She wasn't sure. (laughs) That was the record, you know? And she said, uh, uh, you know, with all these strikes on and all these people that are not accustomed to things, you think we're in any kind of trouble and danger? I said, oh, no, everything's going to be great. You'll see, we'll arrive just fine, and we'll be there on time. And then she asked, you know, uh, uh, I'm planning on visiting my son for two weeks. She said, do you think that's too long? Can you imagine, after all that she has obviously given that kid, to say two weeks of his life is too long? I said to her, stay forever! bags walk in and say honey I decided to live with you aren't you lucky and you know I'll bet that if she really believed that they would be convinced that they were but when you go in with that record like should I stay two weeks it runs thin so you know stop the old records that's old learning that's no longer appropriate recognize that you have some value Get off the plane and say, boy, are you lucky for the next two weeks. You've got me. 
And you know, also, sometimes we worry about what we know and what we don't know, and that we may be wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. In fact, it's really nice because occasionally it reminds you that you are human. But also remember that you cannot always be wrong. Even a clock that stops is right twice a day. <laughs> so you say, knock it off when someone's laying on this trip that you're always wrong, because that's nonsense. And another thing that we think is essential that keeps us really from being lovers is this feeling that we have in our culture about success and power, prestige, large houses, big bankrolls. And that's, you know, I know that it's naive to talk about things like that. Everybody wants big bank rolls. There's nothing wrong with big houses and big cars, provided you're not possessed by them. And so many people measure people and their worth by what they have. They don't even bother with who they are. All of a sudden, I become a celebrity because somebody sends an air, a limousine to the airport. Felice Leonardo Buscaglia in a limousine. We didn't even have, I didn't even have a car till I was 26. I get in there and I think, look at this, you know, I'm almost, I almost feel weird. I like to think of Thoreau's wonderful statement in Walden, simplify, simplify, simplify. But we collect and we collect and we complicate and we complicate and we complicate and we store and we store. My goodness, we have things that, you know, we, some of us never throw anything away. We go in there and we see this, you know, this china. We've had it for 86 years and we don't use it because someone might chip it. And we're going to leave it, you know, we're going to leave it to our grandchildren who don't want it. Use it! Bang it on the table! <laughs> Toss it against the wall! Bye! Enjoy it! You deserve it! You know, uh, uh, Buddha once said that when you have nothing, you have nothing to worry about. And that's such a wonderful thing to think about. The less you have, the less you have to worry about. The more you accumulate, the more you have to worry about burglar alarms and people coming in and taking. Wouldn't it be wonderful to find the burglar comes in and there's nothing to take? You say, welcome. You know, I, I really can speak from experience because when Felice grew up, uh, we had nothing. We were so poor, but I didn't know we were poor, therefore we weren't poor. I really didn't know we were poor. That's, you know, that may sound naive, but I didn't know it. I thought we were really rich. We had so much laughter, so much joy, so much music. I thought everybody else was poor. I remember times like uh, I got a letter just recently from a, a wonderful old, old friend from elementary school, and she said, I saw you on television, and you must be the same Felice Buscaglia because it couldn't be too like you. <laughs> and, and she said, you know how I remember you most of all? by the fact that one day you came to school in your sister's coat. 
And you know that all of a sudden that whole memory flashed on me. It was an incredible thing where, where it was a freezing day, which is very rare in Los Angeles, and therefore I didn't have a coat to wear. And so Mama looked, scrounged around. She didn't want me to catch cold. The garlic wouldn't protect me. And, you know. and so she went and she found an old discarded coat of my sister's, and it was one of those that had the little fur collar. Remember that? And the buttoned on the other side. And she put it on me, and I was saying, Mama, don't do that to me. I'd rather freeze. You know, she says, shut up. Be happy you've got something to keep you warm. And then she said something with many years later meant a great deal with, to me. Wear it with pride. Nobody will laugh. I tried. <laughs> Didn't work. But you know, I remember so many vivid things about this, this having, having, having. Uh, but just before Papa died, he said, we said, Papa, what do you want to do? Uh, we were very fortunate in being able to know so that we could, we could spend time with him and be with him, but you're not all of us are that lucky. That's why we've got to love passionately all the time, because tomorrow the person you love may not be there. All right, that was Leo Buscalia. His website is buscalia.com. You can find today's entire talk on Audible, as a matter of fact. This comes from the Ultimate Leo Buscalia Library. It's an audio program you can find at audible.com. And you can go to, by the way, I think this is still going on, go to audible.com slash quotes and get your free 30-day trial membership. You can download today's full program for free from Audible. That is it for me. I will We'll see you tomorrow with Mr. Jim Rome. See you then. Peace. 